Welcome to another episode of Crushing It Coaching. I'm your host, Kalita Kelman of KalitaKelman.com, and I show coaches and service providers just like you how to attract clients on autopilot with the power of strategic content and simple systems. Today, I'm talking about something that a lot of women struggle with, not just coaches and service providers. Although we struggle with it a lot because as service providers, as coaches, it takes a lot of energy to coach, to provide a service, and sometimes we don't realize just how much energy we are expending. So I want to talk about how I work really hard to avoid burnout in my business. I have experienced burnout on more than one occasion, and it's not a good feeling. And it is in all of our best interests to make it a priority to check in with ourselves, to avoid that dreaded burnout. And I know that a lot of coaches don't talk about this online because it's not the fun part. It's not the glamorous part of running a business, but it's the real part of running a business. It can happen and it's happened to so many women. And I want to share with you some practical things that you can do to help you avoid burnout. So if you're here for all of this and you want to learn exactly what I do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis and, you know, continuous basis, then definitely stick around, grab a notebook and let's do this. So number one, I plan ahead as much as possible. So yes, your kid will get sick. Yes, you have something you need to do for your job or, you know, emergencies happen. But as much as possible, I plan ahead. And what that allows for me to do is to see my day as I want it to happen. And it allows me to have as much control as I possibly can. See, one of the reasons why we don't have control, why we feel like we're all over the place and always working and always doing the most is because we don't plan. You want to schedule as much as possible. So if you've been with me for a while, then you've probably attended one of my workshops or you've been hanging with me on Instagram, you know that I use Google Calendar to, as my digital calendar. And the reason why is because, well, first of all, it's free. <laughs> Secondly, it syncs with almost every app that I use. So it's really um, awesome to have something that syncs really well with what I'm using. So my schedulers and my other planners. And I like it because there's an app for it. Put it on my phone. I can use it for my phone, my iPad. It syncs automatically. It's just awesome, right? So I use that as my digital calendar and there's a workshop where I walk you through exactly how I do that. You can check it down, um, out in the notes over on the blog. And I also have a physical planner because yes, I'm a little old fashioned. I love to put things on paper. I like to use the stickers and the colored pens and just decorate it. So I use my physical planner as well. So I have the digital with the Google Cal and then I have my physical planner and I make it pretty. And if it ain't scheduled, if it ain't in that planner, then it's not going to happen. Okay, so that's the first thing you want to plan ahead. If it ain't scheduled, it ain't happening. That's number one. Number two, you want to have a client agreement in place so that you set boundaries from the beginning. So I am very, very clear up front of 
what hours I work, um, what's the turnaround time for emails. And it's not always that, okay, I'm going to take 24 hours to respond to your email. I usually respond to them within an hour or less for the most part. But I set that expectation because things happen. So if I'm with my daughter, if I'm out doing something or whatever the case may be, I want to give myself the space to not have to like, you know, be freaking out. Oh my goodness, my client just emails me. I need to respond. No, I've set those boundaries ahead of time and my clients um, get that in the client's agreement. So set those boundaries, let them know what the turnaround time is for whatever service you're providing, maybe responses to emails, edits, whatever it is that you have. Having that client agreement protects you and it also protects them. Okay, so definitely... Think about how can you incorporate setting those boundaries from the beginning. The next thing is I leverage systems, processes, templates, checklists, cheat sheets, all those things in my business. So when my clients work with me, they get access to resources, templates, checklists, cheat sheets, all that good stuff. Because what I've realized is, is that you don't have to work hard more than once. If, for example, you are doing a podcast, right? Yeah, you're going to have to record the podcast, but then after that, you can have a process in place that you just literally follow and that cuts down the, the length of time that it takes for you to get from recording to publishing or recording to scheduling, right? Because you just follow a proven process that you would have gone through the first time you recorded. Same thing with anything that you're doing. Another thing you want to start thinking about is how can you systematize, how can you automate a lot of the heavy lifting tasks that you're doing, a lot of those tasks that really take a lot of time that you don't need to be present for. So you might want to start thinking, okay, what are some of the tasks in my coaching business that I don't actively need to be there for and start automating, automating, automating. I have automated 80% or more of my business because I understand that I don't want to be the weakest link in my business, okay? And what I realized was is when I look at the clients that get amazing results with me, when I look and I ask myself, why do my clients get results? Why do my are my clients able to... Um, you know, cut down the amount of hours that they're working in their coaching business. It's because, hey, we're focusing on those client attraction activities. We're automating the processes, as many processes as we possibly can. And then we're being very, very, very intentional with where we spend our time. And this will make your life a whole lot easier. And it will transform the way your week flows. So, you know, I right now that I'm recording this episode, I'm super busy. I am in college full time. I um, work 40 plus hours in my job. I am booked out with clients and I'm a single mom to my daughter who is eight years old as of the recording of this podcast. And I get so many people asking me, how do you get it all done? How do you balance how are you not burnt out? Here's the thing. I check in with myself regularly to make sure that I'm not approaching burnout because it will sneak up on you and it's a killer because when you are burnt out, you don't feel like doing anything. You're no good to your family, your friends, your clients, your business, nothing. Okay. So it's very important for you to check in with yourself regularly. And then another thing that I do 
is I schedule my self-care. So we're really good with scheduling clients, scheduling business stuff, scheduling appointments, scheduling all the other things that we see as priority. But one thing that I've started to do is scheduling self-care. Self-care can be as simple as getting your hair done, getting your nails done. Um, it could be as simple as taking a walk. It could be playing a game with your kids. It could be date night. It could be, you know, um, pampering yourself at home, giving yourself your own money pe or petty, giving yourself a massage. So you can do hand massages, foot massages. Um, it could be as simple as reading a book, journaling, spending some quiet time listening to music. It does not have to cost a lot of money, but what it does have to do is happen every week. You want to spend at least 30 minutes to an hour every week to get started doing something for you, okay? Just relaxing and unwinding. And what that also does, yes, it helps with avoiding burnout, but it also increases your creativity. Whenever I take time off from going, going, going. Whenever I come back to my business, whenever I come back to do something for my job, even I am so creative. I have all these amazing ideas and I show up 110% better than I was showing up before. So schedule that as well. And then there's just one last thing that I want to share with you that I want to remind you, you are not super women. None of us are. And it is okay. I know a lot of us strive to be super moms and super bosses and all that stuff. Here's what a super mom is. Here's what a super woman is. Here's what a super CEO, super coach is. It's a coach. It's a woman. It's a mom. It's a CEO who is not burnt out and who is showing up as her best self. That is what a super woman, super coach, super CEO is. That is it. Show up as the very best version of yourself that can show up for your clients, for your friends, for your family, for your children, for your business in the very best way that you can. And that means that you can't be tired all the time. You can't be burnt out. You need to be taking care of yourself. When you take care of you, you're better able to take care of the people and the things that you love and care about the most. So I hope that this episode was helpful. If it was, drop me a comment in the comment section on the blog definitely review here on the apple podcast app and you can reply to the email or over on instagram and let me know if you have any questions any feedback let me know what you think and until the next episode i'm kalita and you need to keep crushing it coaching <laughs>